Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The hits just keep on coming in the gaming industry. For September 1st, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Embracer shuts down a 30-year-old studio, unionization comes to gaming peripherals, and we'll check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday Replay. Layoffs continue in the gaming industry, and the latest victim of corporate mismanagement are the co-developers of Minecraft Legends Blackbird Interactive, who are laying off 41 staff. The corporate line given for laying off 13% of their staff was due to several projects getting canceled. Additionally, the studio that former Blizzard artist Wei Wang founded in 2020, Imaginary Studios, is going through a, quote, deep restructuring, according to LinkedIn reports from staff, with most, if not all, of the staff being quietly laid off. For Imaginary, the reasons are a little less clear. Neither Imaginary nor its parent company, Fun Plus, have responded to requests from journalists. All we have to go on is the massive amount of individuals reporting that they were laid off on LinkedIn and Glassdoor. It's even unclear what Imaginary was working on before this supposed deep restructuring. Because I don't know if you know this, but Imaginary Studio has never publicly revealed any project that they're working on. The one notable announcement from Imaginary Studio in the last couple of years was that they were financially backing the blockchain-based MMO, Age of Dinos. 
Overall, as we continue to see companies report their quarter two financial results, we are seeing a steady incline in layoffs. While these two studios may not raise your eyebrows, the larger picture probably should. The video game industry, you know, one of the few industries that actually grew over the pandemic, is shrinking, and the consequences of decisions like consolidation, crunch, and mismanagement are starting to rear their ugly head. Continuing on with more layoffs, and this one probably will raise a few eyebrows, Embracer Group's restructuring has claimed another studio. This time around, Volition, the studio behind Red Faction in the Saints Row series, has been shuttered entirely. It's unclear how many people are affected at Volition. However, from the most recent reports on staff numbers, between 170 and 230 total employees are affected. Now, Volition and Embracer attribute the closure to restructuring, but I personally think the writing was on the wall for Volition at least for the last year. Because last year, Embracer transferred development of the Saints Row reboot to Gearbox with hopes that Gearbox could fix the poorly received Saints Row. There was no announcement at the time if Volition would be moving on to another project. So, while the $2 billion deal that Embracer fumbled with Saudi Arabia's savvy gaming group made for a convenient excuse, I believe Embracer was gearing up to close Volition regardless of the restructuring. Overall, Volition did state that they're offering affected employees with job search assistance, but there's no confirmation on any other forms of severance. This marks the official end to a 30-year-old studio that's been a victim of consolidation since 1996. Alright, let's end this week off with some actual good news. Unionization has reached gaming accessories with Corsair Gaming's Georgia facility filing for a union election earlier this week. Corsair Gaming's Georgia facility is a manufacturing facility where Corsair assembles gaming peripherals like keyboards, headset, and mice. Mouses? Nice? I, I'm not sure. The workers at the manufacturing facility are working with the Teamsters Local 728, and if the election is successful, it will be the first video game manufacturing facility to unionize. This would give the 72 full and part-time employees the ability to collectively bargain with Corsair. Though with the recent NLRB changes, we could see the first use of the new union election rules, because Corsair's management hired Littler Mendelssohn, the notorious union avoidance firm. Littler Mendelssohn has also been behind the union-busting efforts at Apple and Starbucks. So if the NLRB finds that Corsair is using, quote, unfair labor practices, unionizing staff could see their union automatically recognized. That being said, though, unionization is ramping up across the U.S., and it is absolutely amazing to see. It's heartening to see people starting to wake up to the realities of corporate America, finally pushing back against the status quo of extracting every ounce of value from your labor. Hopefully, this unionization movement continues to pick up speed and continues to improve not just the video game industry, but all industries.
All right, it's Friday, and on Friday, we like to read podcast reviews. And this one comes to us from Rocks Rock, which is a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Rocks Rock says, great info, outstanding research with one, two, three exclamation points. Thank you very much, Rocks Rock. And again, I have to say, most of that outstanding research and great info comes to us from our own Aaron Pillen. Thank you so much, Aaron, for all of the hard work you do here on Let's Play. Make sure you head on over to Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon, and leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. We'll read it here on Fridays. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday replay. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Despite still facing legal troubles from Korean video game publisher Nexon, Dark and Darker developer Iron May Studios has entered into a partnership with Krafton, the publisher of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. The partnership is a licensing deal, with Krafton buying the license for Dark and Darker Mobile. Raphael Lim, Krafton's senior head of publishing, told PC Gamer that they, quote, have been watching Dark and Darker's potential and distinct creativity with great interest, elaborating that Krafton is eager to develop the mobile version of Dark and Darker. PC Gamer asked about the potential complications due to Nexon's legal dispute in South Korea. A Krafton spokesperson responded that they are, quote, monitoring the judicial decisions as a third party, which I'm going to assume means that Krafton is willing to lose their investment if Nexon's litigation bears fruit. That being said, though, Dark and Darker still hasn't made its way back to Steam due to said legal issues, and it's very unclear if Iron May Studio will come out on top of this litigation. We are on the cusp of summer ending, and the video game releases are steadily ramping up in September. September 6th starts off the September release apocalypse with Starfield, Bethesda's highly anticipated new IP, which is only available for PC and Xbox consoles. Luckily, we can all try out Starfield for 10 bucks because Starfield is also a day one release on Xbox Game Pass. For PlayStation users on the 6th, you will now have access to Baldur's Gate 3, so enjoy that. 
Moving on to later in the month, the next biggest day in September is the 14th, with NetherRealm releasing Mortal Kombat 1, the 12th installment of the Mortal Kombat franchise and a direct sequel to Mortal Kombat 11, and the second time that NetherRealm has rebooted the series with new lore. The next big release is The Lies of P, the Souls-like reimagining of Pinocchio. Lies of P will be available on all platforms except the Nintendo Switch and will be an Xbox Game Pass Day 1 release on September 19th. Two days later on the 21st, we have Payday 3 releasing as well as Hellsweeper VR and Eternites. However, September 26th is actually the biggest day for releases with five total games. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, the expansion and system overhaul to Cyberpunk 2077, along with Minico's Night Market, My Time at Sandrock, Paleo Pines, and Truck Driver, The American Dream all of which are out on the 26th. The last notable release is EA Sports FC 24 on September 29th. EA Sports FC is the spiritual successor to the FIFA series following Electronic Arts dropping the FIFA licensing. Overall, there are a ton of releases in September that I couldn't cover here. But like always, a convenient link will be in today's show description if you want to check out the full release schedule for September. In government regulation news, the National Labor Relations Board has made huge procedural changes to the union election process. Before this change, forming a union could happen three ways. One, unionizing employees file a petition with the NLRB to hold a union election and go through the legal process of forcing the employer to recognize the union. Two, unionizing employees sign union cards and the employer voluntarily recognizes the union. This pretty much never happens except in very rare situations. And three, if the employer engaged in severe enough union busting, the NLRB could issue an order forcing the employer to bargain with employees regardless of the union election results. Now, in addition to these three ways of forming a union, the NLRB has made the following changes. One, employers are required to recognize and bargain with employees if a majority of those employees signed union cards. Employers will now have to petition the NLRB for a formal union election to challenge these unions' majority status. And two, if employers are found to engage in, quote, unfair labor practices before an employer petition union election, the NLRB can forego the union election and order the employer to bargain with employees. These additions are really significant for any unionization effort in the U.S. right now, but for gaming in particular, this could see several stagnated efforts revitalized, especially at Activision Blizzard, where we've seen ungodly amounts of union busting and retaliation against those fighting for their rights. So hopefully with these changes, we'll start seeing more unionization efforts pop up, not just in gaming, but in every industry. Last month, the treasure trove of 90s-era Sega documents leaked quietly. 
The documents were uploaded to the website Sega Retro and contains a very large 272-page PDF that pretty much explains why Sega was struggling as a console manufacturer. The PDF is a mixed bag that includes Sega's full 1996 financial results, 1997's E3 plans, business strategies, and numerous internal emails. Like this email in March of 1996, where then-Sega of America CEO Tom Kalinske wrote to staff, quote, We are killing Sony. In every store, Saturn hardware is sold out and there are stacks of PlayStations. However, this statement really didn't age very well, because as we all know, Sony's PlayStation skyrocketed in popularity from 1996 to 2000, thanks in part to games like Final Fantasy and a litany of industry powerhouses like Tomb Raider, Crash Bandicoot, and Metal Gear Solid, just to name a few. Now, what made Kalinske's statements so much worse is just how much Sega was losing their ass in 1996. Sega at the time was taking a net loss of $122 million. Adjusted for inflation, that amounts to about $238 million in today's money. In this same time period, Sega produced 623,277 32X cartridges and only sold, get this, 210 of them. So let me get the calculator out. Sega sold approximately 0.03% of their entire stock of 32X cartridges in 1996. Sega also kneecapped themselves in 96 because instead of concentrating marketing dollars on the Sega Saturn, Sega was still trying to move 32X Genesis and Sega CD units that were sitting around collecting dust. Sega also spent $4 million to market the Sega Pico, which consumers confused with the Sega Game Gear. And I guarantee most of you right now don't know what the Pico is. That was Sega's attempt at an educational console. Hell, I didn't even know that the Sega Pico was a thing before diving into these documents. Overall, these leaked internal documents from almost 30 years ago paint a clearer picture of why Sega failed out of the console market. Sega's downfall was a mixture of complacency and corporate mismanagement, but the writing was on the wall for Sega all the way back in 1996, way before Sega actually threw in the towel in 2001. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 